Christ. This is Dr. Joel DeLeon. Thank you for joining us on another session of Interpreting the Word of God. As we get into the message today, this is the second part of the message that we entitled last time, The Gift of God. And during that last time, we spoke about how the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we discussed how all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so as we began to discuss what it meant uh, for one to receive wages, for example, for one going to work and then receiving their paycheck. Uh, in this case, the wages that were being referenced or referred to in the scripture are in regards to what we deserve because we are a sinful people. And that God chose in his wisdom, in his compassion, in his mercy, in his love for humanity, he chose instead to send his son in the form of a man. In other words, he is the Word of God incarnate. And so Jesus Christ comes, he's born of a virgin, and the fact that he has come when he does arrive on the scene, as we read about in Luke 2.11, we find that this announcement that is made is that uh, today is born in the city of David, this Christ, this Jesus our Lord. And so the scripture tells us in what we read earlier uh, in the first part of this message that even though the wages of sin is death that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord and of course just having finished up Christmas uh, having celebrated Christmas here in the United States of America we uh, are well aware of the the gift exchange that happens especially with amongst the youth amongst the children and whatnot, and uh, the joy that children have as they open up their their Christmas gifts, the anticipation and whatnot. And we talked about how the gift that God has given us is a gift that is uh, such a lavish gift, such a luxurious gift, such a great, mighty, and uh, expensive gift, one that we could never, ever afford to purchase ourselves. In fact, it emptied heaven. It took the blood of Christ himself for this gift to be purchased for us, for you and I to have access to this eternal life. And so I want to talk today uh, a little bit about that gift. Uh, when we read in the Old Testament, we find uh, a couple of things, uh, several things that are found, especially when we're looking at uh, the Psalms. We read at the beginning, and I'll read a part of what the scripture tells us here. Uh, we, we read this scripture that conveys the following, and this is verses 1 through 8 in the book of Psalms. It's a Psalm of David, and conveys the following Bless the Lord, O my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. And so when we think about Christ and who he is and the blessing that we have, uh, I love the way the psalmist conveys this, that there are so many benefits. You know, many times we think about the forgiveness of sins, which of course that's first and foremost, uh, that 
forgiveness of sins, that justification, that cleansing is what allows us to be reconciled unto Christ, is what allows us to have this relationship with God so that he can hear our prayers. Uh, but in addition to forgiving all of our iniquities, he conveys that he heals our diseases and that he redeems us from destruction and that he's loving, kind uh, to us, that he has tender mercy for us. In fact, the Bible states that his mercies are renewed daily. And he goes on to say he satisfies that mouth with good things. And he also renews our strength. And so when you think about what God uh, has done for us through the gift of Jesus Christ and through his tender mercies and, and grace, uh, it is really incredible and powerful to focus and to think and to contemplate, to ponder uh, who God is in our life and, and how uh, blessed we are in receiving this gift of God. And so, uh, you know, when we when we get into some of the names of God in both the Old and New Testament, we find words like the the second Adam. He's the last Adam. He's the advocate for us, meaning an attorney. He's the Almighty. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He is the arm of the Lord. As we go on to read in both the Old and New Testament, we find other terms, other terminology. He is the branch. He's the bread of life. He's the captain of our salvation. He's the beloved son. He's the Christ. He's the son of God. He's the consolation of Israel. He's the creator. And so we can go on and on and on. There's so many names that are given uh, in the scripture, both in the Old and the New Testament. But as we read these names, as we read through the scriptures that convey these names, it's not that the name so much is what we're focusing on, but rather that name is given because of something that God has done, something that he has accomplished, something that he makes accessible unto us, whether he is speaking about uh, being the the first of those that rise from the dead or whether he's speaking about him being the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega whether we're talking about him being the author and finisher of our faith or he's the rock of our salvation uh, over and over and over and over again so many many times what we're finding out is that we can depend on God we can look to God we can believe in God, we can trust in God we can hope in God, we can believe all things are in his hands as we surrender these things unto him. And it is beautiful to know that God is an unchanging God. He is the great I am. He is a person that kept his promise to Abraham. When he makes his promise to Abraham, uh, you know, he's promised him that he's going to be uh, receiving or he's going to be the father of so many uh people basically as much as the stars in the sky and the sand granules in the sand and so um abraham's been long dead and gone and still every time that a person is born again every time a person comes to jesus and allows themselves to be made new which by the way that this will be leading to my next message uh on sunday and i'll be releasing that podcast in a, in a few days here but as things are made new as we become a new creature in christ these things are occurring because again because of God's grace his mercy his goodness that he's given us help he is he has taken care of us he's justifying us and not only is he doing that but he's given us strength you know uh, I spoke with somebody not too long ago about uh, some of the things that men grapple with you know um, I'm sure women you know they get together and have their talks and their discussions what irks them or what pressures do they have I know for my wife you know she's going to school full-time she's working full-time she's a mom 
of five children, even though most of them are grown. Uh, she's got a busy life. You know, she's very, very busy. Uh, she's obviously the, the wife of a pastor. And then on my end, but I also, obviously, I'm pastoring a church, uh, even though I'm I'm done with my doctorate and, and, and a couple of other degrees to God be the glory. I'm still taking some classes in school because I think that they continue to benefit uh, me and, and, and should be a blessing not only to me, but a blessing to my church. But um, point being, we're very busy. We have very, very busy lives, very things that we're actively involved in. And that being the case, uh, we're pulled left and right in our time. You know, we have to schedule everything. and Everything's got to be very, very uh, carefully uh, timed because we, you know, we we can't just up and leave and do this and that. Uh, you know, somebody has to go here or somebody has to go there. Somebody has a class or a test or something's going on at church or whatever the case is. We have things that are that keep us busy. But the point is that when we come back and we look to God, we find that He is the person that we're able to lean upon. Uh, I was alluding to the fact that men they grapple with certain things. And I realize this isn't, you know, society has changed. And so this is not always the absolute uh, way that things are in every single family. But for me, I grew up, uh, both my parents worked, but my, my dad was the uh, provider of the family. He was the, the, the major breadwinner of my family, even though my mom worked equally as hard as he did. And they both worked in a, in a convenience store we used to own, or they used to own while we were kids. Uh, my father, he was seen as traditional, the traditional provider. And uh, even though there were some things that my mom did not like about my father, uh, she did mention that one of the things she could really wholeheartedly say about him was not only that he really hustled and just, you know, did everything he could to take care of his family, but that he was a great provider. He's just like, we never needed clothes, we never needed food, we never had our electric bill, you know, our electric uh, electricity turned off or whatever. Uh, none of those things. He, he stood up to the plate and he did what he needed to do to take care of his family and in that in that respect um not to say you know we're rich now because you know we're not but uh financially speaking you know i'm not a billionaire or millionaire or whatever but but um you get after several years after working um you find as god blesses us that uh things become a little bit easier and a little bit different when you get older and your children start to move out of the house and whatnot, then they were when you first got married and first had, you know, your first, second child or whatnot. And I, I, I speak on that, not just from the discussion side as far as the rapport that happens between a husband and wife, but also the financial part. Uh, you know, you're you're dirt poor, you, you're barely trying to make ends meet, you know, you you got the last can of tomatoes or chili in the in the cupboard, you know, right before payday or whatever. You know, you, you have those things, those times when you're having to go without and you're just not able to purchase things, you know, like you would like. And uh, even in Christmas time, you know, maybe you can get, you cannot get as big gift as you would like to get for your child or as lavish as you'd like to get or as, as, as many gifts as you'd like to or whatnot when you first start off. And as you get a little bit older and things become a little bit uh, easier and you're, you're a little bit better paid... Uh, some of those things that kind of ease off a little bit. And the point is, in all of this, in knowing I got to pay the electric bill on a certain day of the month, the water, the gas, put money aside for the gasoline for our vehicles, the health insurance, dental insurance, vision insurance, vehicle insurance. I mean, you name it, you just go on and on and on. Groceries, uh, you know, money aside for this or for that. There's so much pressure. There's so much 
that the man uh, carries when he uh, is the uh, main provider, uh, breadwinner in the family, that sometimes that pressure, that stress can be can get so difficult that you find yourself before the Lord, at least I did. I found myself before the Lord praying before the Lord. And I remember hearing from a bishop uh, that has been a mentor of mine for many years, how he had been a, a, a minister and a pastor and overseer just in different parts of the world. And in this on this particular occasion, they uh, were pretty much out of food. And the way he puts it, when his wife cooked the last tomato, then he of course fell to his knees to pray to ask God to come through for him and it you know the way he puts it is he didn't he didn't think to go and talk to the person over him as overseer you know hey we need food or whatever he knew what he need what he knew to do was to fall before God and to ask him for help for God to provide to supply the need and and a miracle happened actually the way he conveys it is the spirit of the lord apparently worked or moved on two different families in two different uh, parts of um, the geographical area and two sets of people showed up and brought bags of groceries to his family and he never called them God just worked a miracle he just he, he just worked a miracle he 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 impacted he impressed those people to bring food he impressed those people to do something to be a blessing and you know his his people needed something and and God he worked on somebody to take care of that need and the point is that when we are talking about the gift of God and us forgive not forgetting all of the benefits that we have in him we have got to remember how wonderful it is how precious it is as whether we're the breadwinners or whether we're we're we share that uh, particular office with our with our spouses uh how incredible it is that God blesses us to be able to do what we do through his grace, through his mercy, through his strength. We go to work because he's provided us with a job. We're able to go to work and do our job because he's given us the health to be able to do that. And he provides us with the paycheck to be able to do what we need to do and take care of our families. Of course, in today's day and age, especially in the U.S., uh, most people, you know, try to include the benefits that come with their with their jobs, such as the, the medical insurance, dental, and all that stuff. As I alluded to earlier, you know, we have to pay for all those things. But it's nice to have those things when your child is sick or you need to get a tooth fixed or whatever the case is. You're not having to stay in line for you know three weeks before you're finally seen, and then at that time you're you're going to be seen by somebody just learning to practice medicine or or, or dentistry. Uh, you're able to see somebody who's already been certified, has already been licensed, has already been uh, working for a while, and you know you're able to see a, a private practitioner. And if you're not able to do that, still I've seen even even in my own family where God heals heals people. You know, this going into Christmas this this past few weeks, one of the questions I was asked is uh, what do you want for Christmas? You know, we everybody shared their Christmas list. You know, through uh, notes on on. Uh, the iPhone and whatnot, and uh, some some people have Google phones. So hey, you know I I can't see it. <laughs> don't don't share it that way. Send me a screenshot or whatever. And so what I put on mine, I put on there. You know I wrote down. My prayer is that we're all healthy. If you want to give me something, you can. These are some of the things that I'd like. You know or that I'm needing. I'm needing a keyboard for you know a new keyboard for my computer because the keys are going out and I'd like one that has the 
the mouse attached through Bluetooth so that I can use it with my computer and whatnot. I use it for recording and different things. And uh, which, praise the Lord, I did actually receive that as one of the gifts. But point is, I told I told the family, you know, what I, all I want, what I, all I want is for all of us to be healthy, to be well. And you know, God blessed us. We were healthy. We were well. I mean, He blessed us. And it wasn't until actually Christmas Eve that some had started to feel sick. Um, and then we got sick afterwards, like Christmas Day and the day after Christmas. Uh, basically, the whole week right after that until New Year, New Year's Day. Um, so several of us have been sick and one of the things that happened they started off with my li- my little one my nine-year-old being sick and he's he's really active he's really uh he's not officially ADD but you know he does he is uh hyperactive or, or attention deficit if you want to call it that uh and I I was that way as a kid I couldn't sit still and uh, I remember my dad would get after me like you know sit still boy and uh so he's that kind of you know child. He's he's nice. He's good. You know he's compassionate. He's merciful, uh, but but he's just very active and has is very inquisitive. So he'll ask many questions, and so whenever he's sick, you'll see the difference in him. You'll see the glossy look over his eyes. You'll see his his cheeks get really red, and uh, you'll see him just sit there quietly and not really be active, not ask questions. So you can immediately know when he's sick, and that's what happened. Is we saw him, and you know what. Uh, in the morning, he actually was uh, looking a little bit kind of under the weather, but we weren't sure he was really sick. But by that evening, he spiked a fever. He was super hot. And, you know, we prayed. We went to the Lord in prayer. It was the weekend already, so we couldn't just take him to the doctor unless we were going to rush him to the ER. And, uh, you know, God touched him instantaneously. The next morning, he had no fever. He was still he was still sick. Some you know still some uh, flu like symptoms or whatever, but he no longer had a fever. God had intervened, and that is one of the benefits that God speaks about in the Scripture. And you can't buy that. You can't purchase that with all the money in the world. You cannot purchase that. The power of God is not for sale. The power of God is His, and it comes to us through His mercy, through His compassion, through His Son, Jesus Christ, and that's a part of that gift. And you know, as we as we just ended up the 2023 year, and we're starting off 2024, I don't know what the year holds for you. You know, I was I was thinking about the year. Uh, some people, they're, they're, they're making changes in their career. Uh, some people, they just had their first anniversary of somebody passing away. A spouse or you know another another relative some people they actually lost several relatives in the last couple of months that are people that I know very closely and uh, some of them had to have major uh, medical procedures done and uh, just different things happened uh, some people went through three four five different tribulations and trials that they're going through and some you know it wasn't that way some people it, it seemed like hey this was a good year for us you know nobody passed away versus the last four years maybe somebody passed away every year just things like that that had transpired and, and all of us all of us are different all of us go through different things at different times and the thing about it is that as we go through what we go through as we live our lives whether 2023 was just a great year for you or hey thank you lord i'm glad 2023 is just over i'm so glad it's over please you know let 2024 be better i can remember having conversations like that with some uh, of the people that i've known in my life 
where they lost, you know, a brother or a mother or a sister or both. And it was just like they were just hoping that the next year would be so much better. And uh, there were times when the year was better. There were times when they had two or three years in a row like that. And what I want to tell you is I want to encourage you. I want to ensure that you take some time to praise the Lord and give him glory and honor. Pay special attention to him and how much he means to you and how much those benefits uh, are important to you. And you have these because, again, not because of what you did, not because of what I did, not because you're worthy or I'm worthy, but because at some point in time, God Almighty chose to say, a virgin is going to conceive, she's going to bear a son, she's going to call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When we look at the English translation, uh, he's called Jesus, which means God saves. Uh, so God saves his people. But whether you're calling well, you're calling upon God uh, and you're thinking about some of the things that he's done in the Old Testament or some of the things that you see him do through Jesus Christ and his ministry in the New Testament. Regardless, God is still God. He's the same God of the Old Testament and New Testament. He is God Jehovah. He is Yahweh. He is the creator of heaven and earth. He is our rock and our salvation. He is our healer. He is our strength. He is our, our advocate. He's our governor. He's our high priest. In other words, he's the one that we go to that has made, made and, and continues to make intercession to God the Father for us. He is that good shepherd for us. And we are blessed because we know him, because we know this holy gift that God chose to give you and me, even though we were unworthy. And so... My hope and prayer is that you will have a blessed 2024. As I said earlier, I will be sharing in a couple of days here another podcast that will focus specifically on uh, new beginnings in the beginning of this school of this new uh, year. But God bless you. I thank you for listening. I hope that this uh, message has encouraged you in some way, form, or fashion. If you're going through something, don't let go of God. Let Him strengthen you and help you through that. Reach out to the people in your church. Feel free to call for prayer. And